Good evening and welcome to Around Your Town here on Pop FM 99.9, the power of positivity. I'm your host, Matt Jackson, and we have an awesome show in store for you over the next hour. Thank you very much for tuning in on this Tuesday, May 11th. It feels like spring has finally sprung here in the South Jersey area with, with some sustained sun and warmth here over the course of this week. So very, very, very excited about that. But first, let's get to our headlines as we always do. Um, COVID vaccines. So COVID vaccines, there's, there's multiple, multiple fronts here to this story um, in, in the state of New Jersey. So first, um, if you're not vaccinated and you're eligible to be vaccinated, which is pretty much everybody now, we'll talk about some, some expansions to that eligibility a little bit later here. But there's, a, there's, now, an, there's now a site that tells you um, where appointments are available. So there's more than 215 COVID-19 locations in New Jersey right now, but demand is obviously much greater than supply. There's more than 5 million residents currently eligible, right? 5 million people currently eligible in the state, um, but there's only about 100,000 doses going out a day. And so there's obviously a supply-demand issue. Right now, um, Health Commissioner Judy, Judy Parashilli said on Monday that the state's working to streamline online registration, scheduling for all vaccination centers. So it's like a one-stop shop. They're working on this like one-stop shop. Hey, if you need a vaccine, you're eligible, you don't have one yet, boom, you're in. Um, but in the meantime, 60 volunteers from Planet Princeton, organizations called Planet Pr Planet Princeton, um, they put together a spreadsheet, um, and you can reach that at vaccinatenj.com/availability. Spreadsheet's super dynamic; it has all 250 locations where you can get vaccines right there, as well as how you would get them. Um, so some are online signups, some are in person, some are you know phone call. So they have they have that, and they also have kind of what the status update is at the current time. So they'll say, hey, hasn't been, hasn't had an opening in, in you know, nine days. And then I might say one opening coming tomorrow at 7 a.m. Um, so they have all the details there. It's color coordinated, red, obviously no good, green, yellow, things like that. So Planet Princeton's the organization, 60 volunteers are putting together. It's this moving, living Google Doc, essentially. It's just a Google Doc um, spreadsheet that vaccinatenj.com slash availability. Vaccinatenj.com slash availability. That's where you can find the spreadsheet. It's super up to date. It's super quick. They update it, I believe, each night. Um, and you can check it online. You can check it on your phone. And so it's just the goal is to really tell people, hey, here's our 250 vaccination centers in the state. Here's where they stand as of right now. Um, you know, there's a, the state's phone number, right? If you want to give that a call, it's 855-568-0545. That's 855 855- Five six eight zero five four five. That's the state's number. You can give them a call, talk to them. They'll help you coordinate a little bit. But this working spreadsheet, once again, vaccinatenj.com slash availability. Another one I want to point out, this is just a personal personal anecdote, is if you're a Twitter person, um, it's at the handle is at C19 Vax updates. So C19 Vax, Vax is with two X's. V-A-X-X updates, C19 Vax updates, go to Twitter. They are live tweeting when things become available. So good trick. If you, if you want to, if you, you know, you don't have a vaccine or you don't you haven't been vaccinated or you know someone needs to be vaccinated, make a Twitter account. If you don't have one, if you do have one, check out C19 Vax updates. It's all it's specifically for New Jersey. And what they do is if Rowan opens up, they'll give you a live tweet. Boom. Rowan's open now. Here's the link. So if you subscribe to those tweets, so you can, if you're, 
go on Twitter, you can see like a little bell. It's the notification. You can get notifications on your phone when this account tweets. So boom, it could be 2.30 p.m. It might say CVS in Vineland now has four, four um, appointments available for the night at 9 p.m. Boom. Then you'll get the tweet. You'll get the ping. You go in. You, you sign up. So that's for anybody in New Jersey looking for a vaccine. Two awesome platforms. That VaccinateNJ.com slash availability. And then on Twitter, if you're on Twitter, or even if you're not, it's worth making an account and just following this one account. It's C19 Vax, V-A-X-X, updates. So that's a quick little COVID vaccine in New Jersey specific. Um, now we'll go to the broader the nation here where the FDA has authorized the Pfizer and Biotech, BioNTech COVID-19 vaccines. It's now authorized for younger teens. So before it was like 16 was the low, right? So everyone 16 and over was available, was eligible for what was currently being distributed um, with Pfizer, Moderna, all that. Now we're getting a little bit closer to normalcy in terms of now adolescents 12 to 15 years old could qualify as soon as Thursday. As soon as Thursday, CDC says, hey, we're, these are good to go for 12 to 15-year-olds. Um, Biden has come out and said that last week that 20,000 pharmacy locations will be begin vaccinating adolescents as soon as these approvals came through. Now they've come through, which is great. Um, and then they're also going to offer where, you know, if you go to CVS in Vineland, like I said, to get your first vaccine, um, you, know, you can go to another CVS in uh, you know, Mulca Hill to get your second. It doesn't have to be the same place. That that is becoming looser. You know, early in this process, it was like, hey, you go to you know the mega site in Atlantic City. You got to come back in two weeks. You got to be here. What time do you want? But it's got to be here. You know, uh, or three weeks, um, three weeks from now. You know, here. No, they're going to loosen that up. Where you know these pharmacy locations will be, you'll be able to say, hey, three weeks ago I got it in the arm in uh, in Violin. Now uh, I'm over in Malka Hill where they have availability in uh, 21 days. Let, let's go do it. So you're really seeing this this supply, you know, there's still a demand, you know, an extra demand and a supply shortage, but we're seeing the, the benefits of the supply being, you know, brought more and more to the public. So it's, it's fantastic. And like I said, FDA authorizes Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine for younger teens, moving the U.S. closer to normalcy. That's the headline because the more, you know, as adults are getting vaccinated, you're seeing it all over the, all over as adults are getting vaccinated um, and kids aren't, you know, and, Adults kind of get back to normalcy, but kids are getting mixed together now, and they're they're unvaccinated. So this will be a good step. Twelve to fifteen year olds um, will be eligible to be vaccinated as early as Thursday. So quick turnaround here for the um, for the uh, you know the approval to getting shots in the arm. So that's great. Um, continuing on here, New Jersey tourist attractions, places to see affected by COVID nineteen travel restrictions. So. This is a big headline. We're finally getting in. We talked a little bit last week about the malls um, and real estate, commercial real estate, the impact that, that COVID-19 had on that. Now we're seeing a report out of, out of New Jersey and the, the, tourism, the, the tourism department that says, hey, this is what happened over the last year. And some of the numbers are obviously you know, troubling because everything was pretty much shut down. So restrictions put in place to stop the spread of COVID-19 reversed literally a decade's worth of tourism growth in New Jersey. This is what this analysis found came out last Thursday. Um, you know, people living in New Jersey, number of people visiting New Jersey, I should say, 27% down. Um, it's went from 2019 was 86.4 million visitors dropped to drop 27%. Um, that's obvious as to why it's obvious as to that happened. I would think that it would even come down a lot more. So these are just people visiting, right? There's not people, you know, just who are, you know, coming from, 
maybe you know Ocean City and just enjoying their time there. These are people visiting New Jersey. This is what the NJ Department of Travel and Tourism found. So fewer, obviously, less people, less money spent. Spending was 29.4, 29.4 billion last year in in Jersey uh, in Jersey travel and tourism. Um, you know, it's obviously it's down. The number that it's down is 37 percent from 2019. But I still feel like that's a strong that's a strong number considering where you're at. I know there was obviously a, a stark time from March to you know about maybe June where th you know, things were pretty much completely shut down. Then there was a little loosening of the slack during the summer, and then got tightened back up in the fall. And but but I you know 37 percent, but third only 37 percent down, and still 29.4 billion spent. Um, I think it's not you know obviously there's pain felt everywhere, but you might think that it would be a little worse given given what last year was. Um, let's just got a quick quote, quote here from New Jersey New Jersey Tourism Industry Association President Adam Pearl. He said New Jersey tourism is vital to the state's overall economy and our industry has been devastated by the pandemic. Collectively, we urge our elected, elected officials to continue and expand their support of the tourism industry to ensure a full and robust recovery. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, we need we need to, you know, see this bounce back this year and I think we will. I think people are chomping at the bit to get out to this summer Memorial Day normalcy, you know, we just talked about how, you know the vaccines are you know more you know more and more being available. So I think the, the people out there, um, you know, people have talked about a roaring twenties all over again. Um, you know, I don't think it's that far fetched with you know, the people's chomping at the bit demand to get out and do some things that that are you know somewhat normal. Real quick on the job side, about one hundred six thousand jobs are supported by tourism. They were lost. 106,000 jobs, I should say, were lost in 2020 because of uh, because of you know what happened to the tourism industry. Normally, it's 236. That declined, obviously, 31%. So, you know, the numbers are in. We talked last week about real estate. When you're talking commercial real estate, we're talking now about tourism. Um, you know, obviously, really, 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 really tough year for both those both those markets. Um, but you know, let's see how 2021 this. This return on normalcy goes, and I think what we what I project we'll see is just more of a, you know, an over almost like an overachieving coming out of this as people are chomping, as I said, chomping at the bit to get things going. Um, quick pivot here to cicadas, right? Cicadas, right? You're thinking, what the heck? Cicadas, you know, those bugs that make the noise at night, crazy, um, crazy noise sometimes. We're gonna get, and the reason we're talking about this is only because we are about to get bombarded by cicadas this year, right? And, and you're thinking, you know, obviously what's going on this year compared to others? Well, there's this brood, it's called a brood X cicada. Um, and, and it's coming from, it's coming out of the ground. They only come out once every 17 years. So they're on this 17 year cycle. And like, this is the year, right? So we're talking billions, literally billions. Some are experts are projecting trillions will come out. It's gonna be all up and down the Northeast here. Um, you know, there's three different species of these. They're called brood, B-R-O-O-D-X, cicadas. Um, look them up, right? There's three different kinds, and they're going to be dropping. They're going to be coming out in, in billions, the billions. Some say trillions with a T. You know, wow. So one to get that on your radar because you're going to be hearing that at night. Each of these three different ones sing a different quote. We've got some, like, fun cicada facts here. Um, each of these three different uh, species they sing a different quote song um, when they when they go out in the trees at night and and what it's 
what they're trying to do is find a mate. So only the only the males sing. They're singing for the females, and that's what you're going to be hearing all summer long on these summer nights. Is these cicadas getting after it um, in terms of going out there and singing for their mate. Um, let's see what else we got. So the and you're thinking how the you know maybe the annoying part of the, about these guys are the are the males that are sitting there singing all night. The the fact is the females come in and they're dropping 400 to 600 eggs about 20 to 30 times throughout the year. So there there's a reason why they're coming out in the billions is because they're dropping 400 to 600 eggs at a time, 20 to 30 a year. And so we're going to be kind of hit hard this year. This once in a 17 year cycle where these brood cicadas come out and 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 get their get their singing on. So be ready for that this summer. Wanted to put that in a little bit of a fun one. And real quick, two two things I want to get to before we break. One is a preview of what we're going to be doing later in the show. Super, super excited about it. It's, a, it's an initiative called Memorial Day Madness that's going to be going on here during the show. It's going to mirror March Madness, that you, you know, the basketball tournament. But we're going to talk about shore towns in the, at the Jersey Shore. We're going to rank them. We're going to match them up. We're going to do a little bracket throughout, and we'll go – each week, we'll, we'll show winners of each matchup and then going down all the way to Memorial Day. We're on our show following Memorial Day. We'll announce who won Memorial Day Madness as the best shore town in South Jersey. We're going to get to that. I'll do a little bracketology selection Sunday style later in the show. Rank 1 to 16 um, top Jersey shore towns, and then we'll match them up 1 verse 16, 2 verse 15, 3 verse 14, and so on. And you guys will vote online at the website as well as at the twitter twitter i should plug here as well it's a y t a y t show um for around your town this is around your town here on pop fm 99.9 the power of positivity um so we're gonna have those votes going all throughout the week who who's a better short town what's a better short town the results will come in on the tuesdays and thursdays that we're on the air and um it'll be really exciting so we're gonna get to a full full thing end of the show absolutely gonna be fantastic but wanted to preview it here. And then one thing before we break, I just want to give a quick shout out, read a piece about this little known South Jersey history museum. Um, I didn't know about it, right? It's called the it's called the Museum of American History, right? And you're thinking, what is this in DC? What is this in, you know, um, Philadelphia where there's so much history in New York City? No, it's it's right here in Deford. Um, it's it's at Andalora Way. Um, it's between two major uh, Gloucester County traffic arteries, Amelnescent Road and Delcy Drive. And um, it's like, it's right here. Um, like I said, it's called the, the Museum of American History. I'm going to go check it out. They have over 5,000 artifacts dating back from fossils, fossils from prehistoric times to early tools that were used by the caveman 15,000 years ago. Um, farming equipment from all throughout, um, you know, the, the, the time span of humanity. Um, items from war, home, culture from the 20th, the 20th century. So I, I, I read this article. I'm going to go check it out here. Um, like I said, Andalora Way. It's called the Museum of American History in Deptford, right? Deptford, New Jersey. Absolutely awesome. Needs to be checked out. I think they have about like 2,000 visitors a year. They should have like 200,000. This is some really cool stuff. They had some cool pictures. Excited to check it out. One to plug it on the air. So awesome stuff. Once again, Museum of American History in Deptford. Check it out. Awesome. We'll be right back on here on Around Your Town. Hang tight. Welcome back to Around Your Town here on 99.9 Pop FM, the power of positivity. I'm your host, 
Matt Jackson. We have an awesome show going on right now. We just wrapped up our headlines in terms of South Jersey and, and New Jersey news for you. And now we're going to get into our little miscellaneous segment here. Before we do so, I want to preview that coming up later in the show after this commercial break. And then, um, you know, as as we wrap up the show, we're going we're going to introduce what we're calling our Memorial Day Madness. Memorial Day Madness. It's going to be just like March Madness. Very, very much just like March Madness, where all the college basketball teams get together. Instead of 64 teams, we will do 16. And what we're going to do is we're going to seed and then pretty much match up beach towns. Beach towns and down the Jersey Shore on the southern side. We'll stick to the southern side of the Jersey Shore. Um, But we're going to do what we're calling Memorial Day Madness. We'll have voting. Voting will be done on our Twitter page. Our Twitter page is at A-Y-T show at A-Y-T show for around your town. Um, go check it out and uh, give us a follow. But also, we're going to, we're gonna, like I said, we're going to seed 1 to 16 top shore towns. Um, and then we're going to match them up 1 verse 16, 2 verse 15, 3 verse 14. And we'll keep the bracket going. Um, these seeds are not done by me. They're done by a list that was scraped off the Internet. Um, so don't get mad at me, but we can talk seeding. We can talk all that in the, uh, the second half of the show. Um, before that though, want to do a quick, you know, I said earlier, the weather's, the weather's finally here. It's warming up. We're getting sunny days here in the Southern New Jersey area. Um, it feels like May is actually hitting us, which is great. Um, and so we're going to be outside. We're going to be getting outside here. So I wanted to share two things. One, uh, one was something I found in the daily journal. Actually, it was, uh, 11 walking trails, parks, and nature destinations to visit this summer. In New Jersey, I'm only going to highlight some of the southern, the southern highlights. And then another piece is on 18. It's called. It was titled "The Scoop: 18 Ice Cream Shops in South Jersey to Get Your Favorite Treat." So, ice cream. We're talking ice cream. Who doesn't like ice cream? I'm going to plug and chug a few, um, a few ice cream shops here in the Southern New Jersey area. But let's just start off with places to go. We're going to be wanting to get outside, whether it's this weekend or the uh, upcoming weekends. Where should you be going here in the South Jersey area? If you're looking to be outside hiking, nature destinations, got a few for you here. Um, we got the Batstow, the Batstow Village and Batona Trail. That's in Hamilton, right? And Batono, it means back to nature, right? And that's an understatement for this place. This place, have, I have not personally been, but I was looking at pictures. It is it is breathtaking. So check it out. It's in Hamilton. It's either Bast, um, Batstow Village or Batna, Batno. That's B-A-T-O. NA trail out there in Hamilton. That's one. Then you have, um, you have Cape May, Cape May point state park, right? Obviously in Cape May. Um, anytime you get the state park, like tagline, I feel like it's just an automatic amplifier in terms of validity of the place being a great, you know, nature outdoor spot. Um, obviously Cape May lighthouse is down there, 170 foot tall lighthouse. But if you go to the southernmost part of, uh, Cape May, this is when you're hitting the, the state park. And uh, it's a great place to hike, get out there. It's it's fantastic. I've been there before. Can highly recommend Cape May State Park, Cape May Point State Park. A um, few more here in the area. Um, this one's in Galloway, so it's a you know someone in the area here. Um, Edwin B. Forsyth Wildlife Refuge. And um, the reason I put this in there, it's like heavy on if you're a big bird person, heavy on migratory birds. It's forty-seven thousand acres. Um, so get out there. It's mostly forest and marshlands, but if you're looking into birds, you're getting, um, you know, some great, great, great blue herons, some, you know, they have osprey, um, egrets. So just really cool. Um, once again, that's the, um, Edwin B. Forsyth 
Wildlife Refuge down in Galloway. So looking for some birding, nice little weekend activity. Um, really, really quality stuff down there. This one in Pittsgrove, it's uh, Parvin State Park. Parvin State Park, I didn't realize how close this was. It's just west of Vineland. Um, like I said, with State Park, once you get that State Park stamp of approval, it's like, all right, this place is legitimate. So um, if you want to stay inland, you want to avoid shore traffic, but you want hiking, you know, check it out. It's, it's Parvin State Park. Um, really, really quality stuff. And then um, just a, a few more on, on a few more things on Parvin here. It's, it's a bit of a hidden gem here, and I just want to highlight 1,135 1, acres. So you're, you're getting a lot of stuff. And, um, you know, there's some canoeing. You can rent canoes. Uh, they have a swimming beach, tent and RV campsites. This is right here just west of Island. Um, they also have cabins, fireplaces, wood-burning sto wood wood burning stoves. Um, so it's temporary. That kind of stuff is temporarily, like, subdued because of covid um but still walk around the lake they have you know a lot of like historical stuff there too in, in this pineland area so be sure to check it out it's parvin state park it's just west of violin parvin is p-a-r-v-i-n state park um so those are just some quick highlights wanted to mention there now let's get to some you know maybe you have a long day outside hiking whatever you want to end it with some ice cream i'm going to highlight some ice cream shops here in the area to get your favorite treat we have in Pittman. when Pittman, it's Alora, Alora, or Alara kitchen homemade ice cream. Um, French toast. We're talking French toast ice cream. Fantastic there. Um, cream Valley Custard in Woodstown. It was originally like a, a milking parlor back in the 1950s. Then owners in 73 said, you know what, let's make this a custard stand as well. And so in Woodstown, Cream Valley Custard, can highly recommend. Um, Dippy's Custard and Ice Cream in Mantua Township. You, you know you have a quality spot. Um, when it comes to ice cream and, and treats like that, if it's open year round, you know, you, you know, you get that hot day in, you know, October 12th, it's a warm day, you know, maybe you're out, you're going to one of these hiking places and you want to uh, get some ice cream at the end of the day, place like Rita's closed, right? This, this place, Dippy's Custard and Ice Cream, open year round. It's a, a big, big, big play for them. Um, couple more here. Um, let, let's see how we say this one. It's Latteria, Latteria in Swedesboro. Um, so you can correct me if I'm wrong on Twitter here, but they have a big variety. It's over 30 flavors daily, um, and their recipe book has over 200 flavors. So if I'm a kind of person that, hey, I don't like getting the same thing twice. I want to try it all out. You can get that here in Swedesboro. And then last one, classic, just an absolute gemstone legend in Pensock and Mr. Softy, right? So I grew up thinking that Mr. Softy was just, you know, that guy is on the truck, blah, 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 but singing the song. Um, no. Pennsauk and Mr. Softy go out there. It's a few miles from Route 38 and uh, Route 130. It's located across from Haddonfield, Pennsauk, and Haddonfield Road near the Pennsauk and Country Club. No shortage of, visit of visitors there. Um, really, really quality stuff. And you're getting that Mr. Softy, you know, summer. You know, you, you don't have to wait for the, you know, to hear the noise coming around the neighborhood. You can go out and get it in Pennsauk. And Mr. Softy's right there um, in Pennsauk. So awesome. Awesome. There's some places to get outside, get the legs moving, get the feet chopping, feeling good. Maybe get a little sweat on hiking, biking, birding, whatever it may be. And then end the day. Maybe that can be your weekend plans here. It'll be a nice weekend coming up. Um, end the day, staying in a, a nice cold ice, ice cream treat here at one of these places here in South Jersey. So that'll do it for this quick miscellaneous segment here. We're going to get to Memorial Day Madness coming up. Can't wait to, to 
promo this and, and then premiere this um, to you guys. So this is Around Your Town here on Pop FM's 99.9, The Power of Positivity. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome back to Around Your Town here on 99.9 Pop FM, The Power of Positivity. We have had a great show so far, buzzed through some headlines, talked about places to go for a hike, places to go for some ice cream in the South Jersey area. And um, now we're going to move on to what we're calling Memorial Day Madness. We're really excited about this, people. And um, if you're interested, you know, we're going to follow along on Twitter. A-Y-T Show. A-Y-T Show. That's the Twitter handle. Go on Twitter, search A-Y-T Show, or just search around your town, and you will, uh, you'll get all the info there. But what we're doing here, I'll break it down real quick. What we're doing is just like March Madness. Um, they do 64. We're going to do 16. We're going to do one of those little quadrants on the brackets that you fill out. We're going to do one through 16 New Jersey beach towns, and um, we're going to rank them. We'll seed them. I'll seed them in this segment and the next segment, Then we'll put the matchups up on the Twitter. Get your votes in. What's the best beach town in New Jersey? Um, and we're just going to limit it really to that southern part of the Jersey Shore, um, closer to our region here. So we'll, we'll, we'll exclude the northern beaches, um, and we'll just we'll live right here at the southern Jersey Shore. Um, so let's get to it. I'm going to go 16 to 1. This is just seeding. This is not, you know, you can say it's a soft ranking. Um, it's pulled from a couple different sources um, in terms of rankings. But um, we'll go 16 to 1. Then we'll match up 16 versus 1, 2 versus 15, 3 versus 14, and so on. Um, and we'll get we'll get the uh, first round underway. We'll announce the winner of the show after Memorial Day. Um, and once again, this is going to be called Memorial Day Madness. Um, and we'll get some stuff out there on it. So let's just buzz through. We, we, we use U.S. News World Report, NJ.com, a personal blend. You know, maybe put some interesting matchups together here. Um, you know, I'm counting on you. I'm not, I'm not even myself. I'm not even a huge per, beach person myself. So you let me know if these seedings are all wrong to start with, but also, you know, use your voice to vote um, and get out there and, and vote for your favorite spots. So let's get to it. We'll do 16 to one and uh, let's start with 16. So 16, we have Beach Haven, Beach Haven, New Jersey. Um, NJ.com had this really high, right? It's part of LBI. Um, they have the Fantasyland Amusement Park. That helps it get on the list here at 16. And it's going to go against number one. So in the 16th seed, we have Beach Haven, New Jersey, coming in last seed, makes it to the tournament, makes it to the dance. Happy to be here. They'll have to go against the number one seed. Number 15, Longport, Longport, New Jersey. Total area 1.56 square miles. Not exactly putting the long in Longport, um, but there it is. At the 15th seed, it is Longport. It's a it's a quiet little beach spot. It's got proximity to Ocean City and Atlantic City. Um, you know, we'll see proximity come up later in these rankings probably. Um, but that, that's a good selling point for Longport. You're getting that quiet little beach spot, but you're getting the proximity to Ocean City, which is a little more touristy, as well as Atlantic City where you have a lot more action. So Longport comes in at 15. Um, and I like that. Not exactly long because it's only 1.56 miles. So 14, Longport or 15, Longport, sorry, 14, Cape May Point. And this is a similar one to Longport. It's You have the beauty of Cape May, but without the huge Cape May crowd. Um, we talked in the last segment about Cape May Point, Cape May Point State Park. Um, that's right in there, too. It's loaded with outdoor activities. We talked about birding, you know, hiking, things like that. And you have that, once again, proximity, that proximity to Cape May. So 14 is Cape May Point. 
So if you're just listening, you're just tuning in, we are counting down our seating for what we're calling Memorial Day Madness here on Around Your Town. Voting will take place at on Twitter at AYT Show. AYT Show on Twitter. We'll have the Twitter polls up. You vote one verse 16, two verse 15, and so on. Um, and that's what we're doing here. We're counting down the list. We're going 16 to 1, and we are excited about it. So let's continue. 16 was Beach Haven. 15 was Longport, 14 was Keep May Point, 13, Ventnor. Ventnor coming in at 13. It's got a big, solid beach. It's next to Atlantic City, right? So, so for some nighttime fun, you can walk to the Atlantic City boardwalk from there. So if you want you want to get your feet on the boards, you can do so from Ventnor, just a walk. Um, little fun fact here about Ventnor, it's had the Stanley Cup in Ventnor City Hall, actually. Justin Williams, hockey player, brought the uh, – Brought the Stanley Cup over to Ventnor City Hall back in 2012. Um, classic story there. And uh, it's a justified 13 seed. It's got that big solid beach, makes the tournament for sure. Um, and, and I'll have a you know a 13 versus four matchup. Um, you know, normally the five versus twelve is where we see the big upsets um in the traditional March Madness. Let's see if uh, Ventnor can pull off a 13-4 upset here this year. We'll move on to number 12. Number 12, Margate. Margate coming in at the number 12 seeded Beachtown. You know, the rankings will, will bear themselves out as the tournament progresses. But number 12 right now in the seeding is Margate. It's very similar to Ventnor. You have, we have the home. It's the home of Lucy the elephant, right? So absolutely get some some points up for that. 65-foot wooden elephant, right? I mean, who doesn't love that? It's over 125 years old. Um, it's also home of um, Marvin Gardens, right? So, you know, I think what's Marvin Gardens? It's from Monopoly. Right, so believe it or not, Marvin Gardens in Margate is on the Monopoly board. It's the only property on that board that's not in Atlantic City. Right, so little fun fact there. Um, it's spelled incorrectly on the board too, so it's spelled with an I instead of an E. So the board is completely incorrect. So it's a nice little little nugget right there. And um, one little down thing for for Margate, just absolutely brutal to find parking in Margate. Really tough to find parking. Um, can tell that from personal experience. Um, so it's a justified 12 seed. Happy about it. That'll have the 12-5 matchup. Um, Lucy Elephant definitely gets it the nod above Ventnor. Um, love Lucy the Elephant. Um, and, and love the little little anecdote about the Monopoly board. So once again, around your town right now, you're listening. I'm your host, Matt Jackson. We're counting down the Memorial Day Madness seating here. Let's go to number 11. Number 11, Sea Isle City. Sea Isle City, New Jersey coming in at number 11. It's got clean, pristine quality beaches. Um, you got Fish Alley, where it's like historic seafood. Um, 2012, the signature water tower was changed from Welcome to Sea Isle to Smile, You're in Sea Isle, which I love that. You see the water tower when you come in, um, Smile, You're in Sea Isle, which is a, such a great such a great little play right there. Um, there there's another, another cool play on they're not play, but phrase that, that will come up later in these rankings that I like as well. Um, but that was back in 2002. They changed that from Welcome to Sea Isle to Smile. You're in Sea Isle. Great. They have a great park, um, really good park. It's got hockey rinks. It's got uh, basketball. Basketball. They got, I think, some skateboarding stuff too. Um, and then the main drag. It's got some, a, great light, a great nightlife down there in Sea Isle. Um, absolutely, it's hard, it's hard to miss a fun time 
down in uh, down in Seattle. So they come in at the 11 seed. I like Seattle. I like Seattle a lot, and I think it's a strong 11 seed. Number 10, um, Atlantic City coming in at number 10. We're talking beach towns, right? So it's not the best beach itself. It has premier nightlife. It's got the day clubs. It's got the gambling. It's got you know world-famous boardwalk started. The world-famous boardwalk, 1870 is when construction was broken or ground was broken to, to start construction on the, the boardwalk, 1870. That's when the boardwalk began. Uh, you know, a boardwalk's going to elevate every town um, for sure. Um, so maybe some people might say Atlantic City should be higher. We'll also have the outlets too, right? So if we're talking beach town, you know, maybe it's not the best beach town, but there's a lot to do in Atlantic City. The outlets down there, shopping, nightlife, gambling. You know, now that sports betting is legalized, that's, that's a fun add-on as well. So number 10, Atlantic City. Um, number nine. Strathmere. I've never been, um, but in terms of all these lists, NJ.com, US News World Report, it's getting high marks. Um, the Philly Voice had it as the number two best beach town, um, best secluded beach from New Jersey Monthly. So it's it's got it's got the the you know the experts are really really liking it. That's what gets it up here at number nine. Um, it's less than one square mile though. It's just a small guy, and it has that, but it has that um, Ocean City Seattle access while you're not in the mix of that crazy, you know, Seattle nightlife as well as, you know, boardwalk, Ocean City buzzing. So Strathmere comes in at number nine. We're talking beach towns here. We're counting down. Let's give a quick recap of the list here. Um, and then, we'll, you know, we'll take a quick break. We did we did eight. We'll do eight more. Um, and then I'll come back. So here's our eight so far. 16, Beach Haven. 15, Longport. 14, Cape May Point. 13, Vetner. 12 is Margate. 11, Sea Isle. 10, Atlantic City, 9, Strathmere. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll go 8-1, to one, and we'll preview some matchups for you. Hang tight. This is Around Your Town on 99.9 Pop FM. Hello and welcome back here to Pop FM's Around Your Town here on 99.9, the power of positivity. I'm your host, Matt Jackson. We are going through our Memorial Day madness for you where we count down. We're seeding right now. We're seeding from 16 to 1, the top southern New Jersey shore towns. We're going to match them up against each other, and we will find out a true winner of Memorial Day Madness. We just did 16 to 9. I'll recap 16 to 9 right now, and that is at 16 is Beach Haven, 15 is Longport, 14 is Cape May Point, 13 is Ventnor, 12 is Margate, 11 is Seattle City, 10 is Atlantic City, Nine is Strathmere, and now we're going to buzz through eight through one. We'll give a little preview of the matchups, and then we will wrap up the show and get the voting underway online at our Twitter. Our Twitter is AYT Show, AYT Show for Around Your Town Show. Go on Twitter, search AYT Show, or just search Around Your Town. You'll find us there, and we're going to put up the matchups for as Twitter polls. So one verse 16 will be a poll. You click, you vote. It's that simple. And uh, then we'll review the winners next Tuesday. And then it'll all come down to Memorial Day. So Memorial Day will be on a Monday. We'll be live Tuesday at 6 p.m. that week. And we will announce the winner of our Memorial Day madness. Um, but let's get to it. Let's go 8-1 to one here. And then we'll get to some of the matchups we have in the first round that I think are intriguing. So 8, Stone Harbor. NJ Monthly has this as the best quiet family beach. They also have it as the best dog-friendly beach, which is who doesn't love that. You have the small town charm you're looking for. You also have that trial by the aisle that the Flyers do. The Philadelphia Flyers come down and do a little trial by the aisle with all their rookies, their draft picks, and things like that. Um, Taylor Swift, right, the famed uh, famed singer, her family has a house on the bay there. 
um, in Stone Harbor. And so if it's it's good enough for Taylor Swift, it's good enough to uh, good enough for me. It's good enough to be in our top eight there. So Stone Harbor comes in at eight. Um, talking about dog friendly, which we love. Talking about you know quiet beach family, love that. So that gets it to number eight. Number seven, Point Pleasant. We know it's north. Is it too north? You can debate that. Um, you know we try to keep it as south as possible. Point Pleasant. Debate its geography. North. If it's too north to be in this running, but it's at, it comes in at number seven. NJ Monthly has a best family fun beach. They have a miniature golf. They have amusement park rides. You have all that that you're looking for at Point Pleasant. Also, underrated world-class aquarium on the boardwalk, which is, you know, boardwalk's got a lot of different things. You can see a lot of different people, a lot of different, you know, you know, a lot of different things. But an aquarium is not something you see every day on a boardwalk, and you got that at Point Pleasant. Um, boardwalk, like we said before, it just elevates towns. If you have a boardwalk, you're just getting – it's like what we talked about in the previous segment with state parks, right? If you have that state park title on your uh, your outdoor place, you're getting a little bump. You're getting a huge bump. If you have a boardwalk in Point Pleasant does, it comes in at number seven. Number six, LBI. LBI comes in at number six, 18 miles long. We talked about Longport, um, which was like 1.5 miles, square miles. And it gets Longport in the name. This actually has, earns the Long Beach Island with 18 miles long, best surfing, um, on multiple reports here that we've read, best surfing, but 20, only 20,000 people live there year-round. Um, then about 100,000 move in in the summer. So you're really getting that full beach town feel, um, a real true beach town for sure. You got the, the Barnegat, um, Barnegat Lighthouse State Park right there as well. So LBI, it's a strong, strong number six. Number five, Brigantine. Brigantine comes in at number five, um, I've been there on there a bunch. Comes in at number five. It's one of the actually one of the rare, rare known fact. One of the windiest cities, considered more windy than Chicago, the the original windy city. Maybe they need to change the Brigantine name to the Windy City. Um, so it's windy as heck, but it's got a great beach. You got golf. You know, I've golfed down there. It's not easy, um, but it's um, it's named for the many shipwrecks in the area, right? So Brigantines are two mass sailing ships. You got windy, you got you got sailing ships, you got some shipwrecks. It becomes named Brigantine. Um, they got smoked really bad with with Hurricane Sandy, um, and they're on the up and up since then. There's only three stoplights on the island, right? It's clean, it's uncrowded, it's family oriented, kind of like a, like a best kept secret type spot. Brigantine, like really really good, hasn't gotten like flooded with with people yet, and just another true beach town. So it comes in at number five really happy with that so if you're just tuning in you're listening to around your town here we're counting down the top um the top beach towns for our seating we're not we're not ranking we're seating for them to face off against each other in our memorial day madness here i'll give a quick quick run from the top and then we'll get down to our final four here so it's 16 was beach haven 15 longport 14 cape may point 13 ventnor 12 is margate 11 seattle city 10 Atlantic City, nine, Strathmere, eight, Stone Harbor, seven, Point Pleasant, six, LBI, five, Brigantine. We get to number four, Avalon. Number two in the state on U.S. News is Avalon. We have them slotted at number four. Maybe they deserve to be a little higher. It's high-quality beach. It's not too crowded. We talked about how smile, you're, you're in Sea Isle. Was a, it was a classic phrase that's out on the water tower. Now you have an Avalon cooler by a mile because they're just it's just a one mile spot it's um you know it jets out in the atlantic ocean about a mile other than the, the uh about a mile more than the other barrier islands down there 
So that's why they get the core mile mile, because um, it just gets out in the ocean a little more. Um, you have Pirates Island mini golf. It's between Ocean City and Wildwood. So you're getting that proximity we talked about. Another just really true beach town. And um, also we talked about we talked about the Flyers going down to uh, wherever it was they do the trial by the aisle. You also have the Sixers uh, summer shore tour that comes down to Avalon every year. Didn't happen last year because of COVID and everything that happened, but that's normally down there in Avalon. That's number four. Number three, we're going with the Wildwoods, right? We're including Crest, North, and regular Wildwood. Should they be different? Should they not be different? You can, you can let us know your thoughts. Um, boardwalk in Wildwood, 9 million visitors a year. 9 million visitors a year, more than 70,000 wooden planks on that boardwalk. Got the, uh, believe it or not, Wildwood's home to the National Marbles Hall of Fame. Didn't know that. Um, and so we did this research here. It's a 500-yard wide beaches at some points, which is just jumbo. It's free beaches, which is great. You have Maury's Pier, three amusement parks clustered into a 12-box span. So it's just really strong. You're, we're including Crest, North, and regular Wildwood. You can let us know. We should separate them. But that's coming in at number three is the Wildwoods. Number two. Right now we're just splitting hairs a little bit here. Number two, Ocean City coming in at number two in the seating here. Two and a half mile long boardwalk, eight mile beaches, Manco, Mancos. Um, it's a dry town, right? So it's a little different than other towns. Dry town, which back from the early years, it's, it's been a dry town. It was, Ocean City used to be a Christian resort. That's actually why it's a dry town. It was just stayed there. Um, NJ.com describes it as a combo of old school and touristy, which I think is very, very true and, and very, very on point for Ocean City. You have a little bit of a smaller beach. Um, it was originally named Pex Beach um, because of there was a whale shortage, in a, and that's that's how it got the name. Um, and it's also nicknamed now America's Greatest Family Resort. So number two, we got Ocean City. Number one, coming in, we got a drum roll here. We'll add some sound effects maybe. Drum roll number one, Cape May. Cape May comes in with a number one seed. Remember, we're not giving it the number one spot. We're just seeding it number one. It's exit zero on the Garden State Parkway, but it's number one on our list. U.S. News World Report, NJ.com, they both have it as number one. Um, NJ Monthly has it as the best dining scene. You have the Cape May Promenade. Um, the first hotel was the Atlantic House, which was built in 1791 by Ellis Hughes. So just a lot to like about Cape May. It's named after, actually named after a Dutch captain named Cornelius J Jacobson May, um, which was spelled M-E-Y, then got misspelled on the paperwork to be M. A-Y, that's how it originally got it. But number one, Cape May, it's a long trip down there, right? But it's worth it, and it's all around high quality. So that is our list right there. I'm going to post the 16-1. We're coming up against the clock here, people. So just want to let you know this is going to be on our Twitter, right? Memorial Day Madness. Memorial Day Madness is going to be on our Twitter. It's at AYT Show, at AYT Show. We'll get the votings. Beach Haven versus Cape May, that's the, that's the 16 versus 1. Um, Longport versus Ocean City. That's the 15 versus two. Cape May Point getting matched up against the Wildwood. So there's some there's some of the, the heavier matchups, heavier upset potentials. Then we'll get to the nitty gritty ones. We'll talk a little bit more about them on Thursday. So Memorial Day Madness, it's underway. We're happy about it. We're excited. Thank you so much for tuning in to Around Your Town here. Once again, we're live Tuesdays, Thursdays, 6 p.m. And then we're also podcast. If you miss any of it, um, go ahead, share it. We'll put it out on our Twitter. We'll put it out on the Facebook, just please continue to listen. Really appreciate it. And we will be back on Thursday night in town. Enjoy your week. And thank you for listening to Around Your Town.